getting back in your place. If you would stand, we'll get uh, started. Uh, Titus chapter 3, verse number 3. I was looking at these verses and what I was going to read, and I started, and I was like, I'll read 3 through 5, and then I read verse 6, and I was like, I'm going to read 6. Then I read 7, I was like, I probably better read 7 too. And I could have read the whole chapter, but we'll stop at 7. So 3 through 7 says, For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers' lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But after that, the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. It's good to be back in the Lord's house. John, would you open us in a word of prayer, please? Let me sing you page 245, the oldest.
You would please turn to Matthew chapter number 28. Matthew chapter number 28. <clears throat> Matthew chapter number 28. Uh, it's not been uh, very often, if it's ever happened, that pastors asked me to preach about something specific. And so I'm grateful for the opportunity to do that today. He asked me to preach uh, about missions specifically, and I uh, look forward to giving testimony and seeing um, a little bit about what God did for us at the church planning conference this past week. Um, but uh, we're going to look at missions real quick um, in Matthew chapter number 28 and verse number 16. <clears throat> then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when he saw them, and when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Father, thank you so much for the, uh, the, for the responsibility 
and the opportunity to be involved in worldwide missions. And I ask that you would help us to have clarity about why we are involved in missions today. And uh, Lord, we're so grateful for the reason of missions, and that is because of your Son, Jesus Christ. We ask it in His name. Amen. <clears throat> All four of the Gospels, and as well as the book of Acts, have some record of, of, uh, of the Great Commission. And we find, and uh, I particularly um, always somehow drift to Matthews, but uh, Mark and Luke and John, and as well as Luke again in the beginning of the book of Acts, uh, give a record of Jesus sending out His disciples, commissioning them to, to spread the gospel to every creature, to every person of every nation, of every tongue, of every tribe, of whatever, uh, however people look, whatever language they speak, uh, we have a responsibility as his disciples to spread the gospel everywhere. That, that is the call of the local church. Uh, and we find as we look at these accounts of the Great Commission, we won't look into each one of them, uh, but Mark's is in chapter number 16 and Luke's in chapter 14 and John's is in uh, chapter number 20 and Acts chapter number 1. Uh, each one of these we find that this Great Commission comes uh, basically as Jesus' last words to his disciples before he ascends. Uh, there, there may be some things that are said right after or right before, but generally speaking, these are among his last words that he gives to the people who are devoted to following him. Uh, this, this, is their, this is the Great Commission. He told them to do many things over the course of his ministry. He told them to go many places. Uh, he, he commissioned them to do many things, but this is, uh, of all of those things, the Great Commission. Uh, it's, it's, it's of utmost importance. Uh, and, I, and I want us to understand that it's so very important, but at the same time that it's important, it's not that it was Jesus' last words because it was just the last thing that he had to say. It, it was not that it was just an afterthought. It was not that uh, Jesus said, well, I'm about to go to heaven. These people have spent three years with me, uh, and they've given their lives to follow me. They're my disciples, and so I guess I better come up with something pretty inspirational for them to follow before I go into heaven. Uh, that was not Jesus' thought. Uh, and, and, we, and, I, and I want us to turn back to Genesis chapter number 12, because I want us to understand this, that missions was not the afterthought of Jesus, but missions was the plan of God for all of eternity. For all of eternity. Look at Genesis chapter number 12, please. Genesis chapter number 12. And we come to, in Genesis chapter number 12, we come to really the second part. I can't say the second half because it's chapter 12 out of 50. Uh, so it's not really half. But the second part of the book of Genesis, the first part is the creation of the world, the institution of, uh, of government, the institution of marriage, and the institution of languages and nationalities and all of those things. And we come to chapter 12 now in Genesis where, uh, where Moses, as he looks back and as he records the things that happen, now switch from the beginning of, of the earth and the beginning of marriage to now the beginning of the people of Israel. Uh, and the beginning of the nation that God chooses to do something special with. And so chapter number 12, and you're familiar with this, I understand that, but chapter number 12, we're introduced to somebody named Abram. Uh, Abram was in the land of, uh, the land of Uz, and uh, he was called to come out of it. Verse number 1 of chapter number 12, let's read together. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee, and I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And so let's stop right there for one second. We understand that God is calling Abram, Abram who we understand to be Abraham, 
uh, he's calling him out of the land of Uz because he wants to start a new nation. Uh, a nation that is called with a specific purpose in mind. Uh, that they are to be God's chosen people and they will be blessed. Uh, that, that's what he says there. I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless thee and make thy name great. Uh, and so he wanted to bless this specific people. Now, here's why he wanted to bless this specific people group. Here's why he, wants to cho- he chose them. Verse number three, And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. And here it is, In thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. The reason why I'm blessing you, Abraham, the reason why I'm choosing you, is not because of you inherently. It's because all families of the entire earth for all time, will be, will be affected by how they treat this nation. Your nation will be blessed because I want to bless all of the families of the earth. And we understand as we go through the Old Testament that that's how God orchestrated things, isn't it? That God used the nation of Israel uh, and kept them, uh, kept them safe and kept them sacred and set apart for the purpose of bringing the Messiah into the world. The Messiah of the Jews and the Messiah of the Gentiles in the same person of Jesus Christ. And so we understand that, that, that God here in Genesis chapter 12, that here's essentially what he's saying. Abraham, I'm calling you out to bless you because I have a mission for my followers that all families of the earth be blessed. All families of every tribe and nation and tongue and people, that all nations will be blessed. Now, why would he need somebody, why would he need a group of people to bring blessing to all nations because people had fallen from where God intended them to be. God is God, is He not? He's God. And as God, He deserves to be worshipped as God. We see in the first 11 chapters that already in the first couple of thousand years of history that people had fallen far from that. That worship was not on the mind of most people. Worshipping God was not on the mind of most people. Worshiping themselves was. Worshiping false idols was. But not the worship of the true God. And so, because of this, because there were people who did not worship God, God said, I need some way that worship will be made known. And so I want us to understand that, that missions is important, not because of missions itself. Missions is important, and missions exists because worship does not exist. Missions is, we don't do missions for the sake of doing missions. Jesus commanded us to do it. He commanded us to go. But why did he command us to go? Because people do not worship who they are supposed to. Look, look back at our text at Matthew chapter number 28. <clears throat> Verse number 17. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Some did not worship him. Some were given to doubts. And as we read through the scripture, and as you look and consider your own life, and the lives of your friends, and the lives of the people in this nation, and the lives of the people in all nations around the world, you understand that there are some who worship God, and there are many, many, many who do not And because there are many who do not, we have a grave and important and great responsibility that we would go to all the world so that all families of the earth may be blessed. All people. Because 
as you look into eternity, as we have some record of what will happen in, in heaven, we understand that missions doesn't exist in heaven, but worship does. Worship does. And so our job here is missions because worship does not exist. We must be about telling all people so that, we're, so, so that people can know now that they can and should worship Christ because that's what we're going to do for all of eternity. And it's going to be a great time. Can't wait for it to happen. But worship doesn't happen here yet. One day, all people will worship in one way or another. We learn that from Philippians chapter number 2, don't we? That at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow one day. It won't necessarily be in worship for many people, though. And so our job here is missions. Not for the sake of missions, but missions exists because worship does not. And so be about telling people about the worship of Jesus Christ, the worship of God the Father, because He is worthy of it, is He not? That's what He said in the first commandment. I I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Because he alone is worthy to be praised. He alone is worthy of worship. And so be about missions. Be about missions, but not just for the sake of it, but because people need to know who Jesus is. Father, thank you so much for this. And uh, Lord, I hope that it was a help. I, and I know that it was short and it was supposed to be. And, but I do hope that the truth was clear, uh, that missions exist because worship does not. And Lord, help us to understand and to know that you are worthy of worship, not just to understand it, but help us to be propelled to action because of that truth. We love you and ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. As the piano begins to play, as we stand to our feet, are, are you concerned with worldwide missions? Are you concerned with local missions? I, I hope that you are, because there are people in Shawnee, Kansas, that do not worship God. And there are people in Papua New Guinea, And there are people in the Philippines and people all over the world that do not worship God, who is worthy to be worshipped. And so I hope that you are involved and moved with compassion upon seeing and hearing the multitudes. As Brother Jay sings, verse number one, have thine own way, Lord. seated. I do appreciate uh, Brother Chuck uh, setting us up uh, for missions, challenging us with missions. I do have some thank yous that I need to read, uh, gathering quite a few of these. 
Uh, dear pastor and church, thank you for the singular honor of allowing me to serve on the council for Brother Marino's ordination. Thank you also for the provision of a good room, wonderful meal, and his service, John Nelson. Uh, Brother Metzinger Church, thank you so much for the Christmas offering and all the love, prayers, help, and concern you show me means so much, and I appreciate it very much. I pray God's blessing on uh, you and all that you're doing. Uh, thanks again, love and prayers, Miss Pam Quinlan. Uh, letter, uh, dear pastor, Mrs. Metzinger, Shawnee Mission Baptist Church, thank you for the opportunity to share the documentary uh, at Shawnee Mission in August. Beth and I never leave our church, but what we are encouraged in God's work and mission in our lives, your words and the words of numbers and, and numbers of your people were words that provoked us to love and good works. Thank you. Thank you for the generous love offering, the amazing room accommodations. We thank God for you and your friendship, uh, Ken Spilger. And then, dear pastor, Miss Metzinger, Shawnee Mission Baptist Church, I cannot tell you how much your gift meant to me. I have never received a gift at any church we have never been that we've ever been to. What a gift it was. I was so shocked. I'm sure my face said it all. The thought and time put into it still amazes me. Every single item and the basket are being used. The snacks, of course, quickly consumed. I did share them with Ken while we traveled. I don't know who did the shopping, but they did an awesome job. Thank you so much for making me feel loved and very special. Because his grace is sufficient, Beth Spilger. And so it was a real honor. And ladies, you give those baskets, and you may think that's no big deal. But a letter like that just lets you know how big a deal it really is. So thank you. Um, I'm pretty proud of the ladies of our church. You're a pretty awesome group. Yeah, amen. That's right. That's good preaching right there, preacher. You preach that a while. Missions. We're going to talk about missions for a little bit. I'm glad we're a missions-minded church. Uh, I want to start with a letter. Uh, you remember, I believe it was a month ago, I came to you and read a letter from the Reasoners, uh, the younger Reasoners that we support uh, in, uh, supported in Russia, and they were kind of trying to decide what God wanted them to do. So they decided. It says, thank you to everyone who has sought the Lord on our behalf during the time of transition in our lives. God was clearly and conclusively answered our prayers. Although leaving our field of Russia was one of the hardest things that we'll ever do, God has given clear direction forward, and we are overjoyed to begin this next step in our service to him. As we, are, as we were seeking God, uh, the Lord's will about where to serve next, the Lord consistently directed our hearts towards the uh, Pacific Northwest. I was exposed to the need of that area as a small child when my dad started a church in Portland metropolitan area in 1988. I was further burdened for it when I moved from Bible college in the Bible Belt to our intern in Yakima, Washington in 2008. In those days, the Russian population in that part of the country was very small, but over the past 20 years, it has ballooned to the point that one cannot walk the streets in western Washington state without hearing multiple conversations in the Russian language. We are praying that God would allow us to serve in a place where uh, the experience and knowledge we have gained for our years served in Russia would be used for his glory. For that reason, we began searching, uh, praying and searching for God's plan in the Northwest first, planning to consider Russian populations in Europe should the Lord not be moving us there. 
In December, however, the Lord opened the door for me to candidate uh, for the pastorate in a church in Northwest Washington. And on December 14th of 2022, Bellingham Baptist Church in Bellingham, Washington extended the call. Upon much prayer and counsel in the word with my pastor and others, I accepted the call and we will be officially beginning the next step of our ministry in February. We want to extend our most heartfelt thanks to each of you who have been with us in prayer and financial support throughout our time as missionaries. We will be praying that God blesses you for your generosity and that you are sensitive to his leading and choosing how to redirect your support of our family and ministry. We are getting closer to answers concerning J.D.'s leg issues, but would still ask that you pray for us in regard as the Lord brings us to your mind. Also pray for the light of the gospel that went forth during our ministry in Russia to continue to shine in an ever-darkening land. The seed was planted in water. May God give the increase. And so that's Joel and Michelle Reisner, missionaries to Russia. I saw them while down at Heartland. It was good to see them. They wanted me to personally tell you thank you for the faithful support all these years. And they're very excited about what God's going to do with them there in Bellingham, Washington. The next was a letter that I had gotten and I put on my desk. And I thought to myself, when I get back from the home missions conference, I want to read this to the church. And I wrote down at the bottom $1,500. And so this is from Brother Ron Reisner. Uh, he's planted a church in Vancouver, Washington. It's called Bridgeway Baptist Church. We support, uh, supported uh, Ron Reisner. He was the first Reisner to go to Russia. Of course, that's where he raised Joel and Micah, his sons. And uh, he had left the field a couple of years ago to come back to America to plant this church. So it says, Dear pastors and co-laborers in Christ, thank you so much for your prayers and financial support. This year was one of, the, of transitions. Because of the war in Ukraine, our church has taken in 15 Russians and Ukrainians who are living on our church property in three RVs and the church nursery. Most of these refugees are from a church that we planted in Russia while we were missionaries there. Please pray for their documents, work permits, and to adapt to a new culture. Evan gained a great warrior in November. Warren went home to be at the Lord after a short battle of cancer. He was a huge blessing to our church and our building program. At his funeral, four of his lifelong friends were saved. I'm sure Warren is jumping for joy on streets of gold. For the past 10 years, I've been working on a book about the great things God did in Russia. As a baby Christian, I read Jeremiah 30:33 and claimed it as my life verse. Call unto me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. I ask God to show me great and mighty things serving God behind enemy lines is the story of how God took this troublesome boy from Portland, Oregon and used me to take the gospel to the reindeer and uh, camel people. It is available on our website, reasoner.com. Wholesale prices available for churches, blah, blah, blah. Speaking of building funds, I would like to update you on our church's situation. Two years ago, we bought an acre of land in a residential neighborhood. Washington State changed the zoning laws, making it impossible to use one of the entrances flowing into a residential neighborhood. Our other entrance is not wide enough for two-way traffic, forcing us to look elsewhere for property. In October, uh, 2.56 acres of prime commercial land came up for sale. Previously, it was on the market for $1.1 million. They dropped the price to $750,000 and then to $525,000. Uh, 
we offered them 450,000 and they took it with a 60 day feasibility study. We did our due diligence and the church voted to proceed with the purchase of this property. It is on a main highway in Vancouver because we never got permission to build on our current property. The church member holding the loan has agreed to keep it yet let us use it until we build our, on the new property. Thus, the $363,500 we raised through our own congregation and supporting churches for the first property will now go towards the payoff of this new property. We still need $86,500 uh, by closing on January 20th, 2023. We know this is God's will and he will supply. We're asking God to sell a few of his cattle on a thousand hills and a few diamonds in one of his mines. If you could help with this need to see God's work go forward in Vancouver, Washington, we would be grateful. Please send the check to Bridgeway Baptist Church, Vancouver, Washington. While we were at the Home Missions Conference at Heartland, uh, I witnessed something I'd never witnessed before, and it was a one-time offering for $150,000 to meet the need of this missionary. And the guys have queued that up. And they're going to play it for us right now, hopefully right now. Well, I came back um, in 2019 at this uh, Home Planners Conference. I was just in tears from leaving the country with, with health and different things and you guys took us on to help us get started in planning a church in Vancouver, Washington, where in that Portland metropolitan area, one out of every six people speak the Russian language. And I was just thrilled that God gave us an opportunity to go there. But it was really expensive, a lot more than Russia, and it's very liberal there. And they want to attack churches. That's just how it is there in that place. But nothing is impossible with God. Amen. And so we went after it and knocked thousands of doors with not a whole lot of fruit. But we saw little by little the church build up. And we went after a piece of property. And we, we attacked it with everything we could against the city. And we made a place of worship. And we built that up, and we, the county enforcer came in and said, you got 30 days to get out. And uh, so we, there's a person with well, a lot of prayer and, and a lot of humility before the county. And a man said, well, the Supreme Court of the state of Washington says you can continue to meet here. But you can't build here, but you can meet here. And so we're meeting as a church in that place right now. And a person in our church said... You know, we'll let you continue to stay in this place until you build a church building. You get some land to build a church building. And I said, well, praise the Lord. And uh, an opportunity opened up in Vancouver, Washington. Now, the prices for land over an acre or two acres is about $3 million anywhere. We've looked for four years on this. But one came open for about a million dollars. And we offered them $450,000 for it. And uh, we didn't think we were going to get it, honestly. And our realtor laughed at me. And they accepted it. 
and so we have three hundred and seventy thousand dollars right now towards that. That was six months in the making. So there's a couple of corrections I want to make on that. If you've got that paper, uh, we weren't here in 2022, but I think uh, Brother Plumley said something. We we were talking about getting land, and and he mentioned my name during that time, but. 2019 was the last time I was here and presented. I want to let you know that it's not 150,000 we need. We're down to 80,000. And that's the good news. The bad news is we close in about nine days from now. So I know God can do the impossible, and I know he will. But sometimes you feel like, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego standing right before the fiery furnace going, the Lord, if you come through, praise the Lord. <laughs> if you don't, praise the Lord, because <laughs> we're going 100%. Living by faith is an adventure. And that's the Christian life. That's where we're at in the Christian life. And uh, I want to let you know that we had, in all those tears of leaving all those Russians, when you sow in tears, you reap in joy. Fifteen of those Russians from Russia immigrated because of the war, and they're in our church. They're in our parking lot of our church, living there in trailers right now, serving the Lord. And there's so much joy that we have. Our church, little church building is, that we have uh, right now is filled up, and we're ready. 2.56 acres right on the main highway opened up for us in the town of Vancouver. It should be over $3 million, but we'd got a deal for $450,000 if we could close in cash by the 20th. So that's where we're at right now. God is so good. I want to tell you that I also, there was an open door for me to reach into the workplace as a chaplain. A lady called me up and said, I'd like for you to uh, go soul winning in our uh, company. I said, are you serious? <laughs> and I said, well, I'll be great. I'll, I'm glad to do that. I've been wanting to do that for years. She goes, but I have to pay you. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> a secular company in the Portland area is going to pay me. Yeah, we, we've had a lot of problems in the workplace, and we know that churches help out in the workplace. So if you'll just come and, and do you know, witness to our people. And so we've gone to three different companies in our area, and we've seen eight people saved and baptized, and they're in our church today. And so God is doing great things in the Northwest, even though the people are hard. But, you know, it's such a blessing walking into the workplace and having people come to you instead of going to their door and they're running away from you. <laughs> so God has a way of reaching his people. And I just want to thank you for all you've done for us in the past. Amen. I know this is my family. And so many of you are my close friends. And I just want to thank you. And just please pray for us. Amen. Now, we all love the Reasoner family and families. Brother Joel's here tonight as well. And, and uh, Micah, of course, we're the ascending church, so the reasoners sure mean a lot to us. And uh, our God's still working some miracles. Isn't that awesome? I love it. Let's, uh, let's address this here tonight. If you'd like to stand, we'll start just like, like we did. Okay, Brother Andrew? 200. Okay. 1,000. Southwest will do 1,000 as well. Thank you, uh, Brother Copes. 
500, 600, was that? 500, wonderful, it's great. Yes, sir. 500, $10, Brother Brent, 1,000, wonderful, from a church planner, that's so good. 5,000, wonderful, good. 100, 100, 500, 500, good. 10, Marshall, 2,000, amen, very good. Bill, you're getting your voice back as you give. It's helping you. It's helping you, brother. It's just, it's working. That's right. And the more you give, the clearer it is. So that's, that's great. Brother Seth, 1,000. Wonderful. Brother Joe, 1,000. Yes, sir. 100. Brother Micah, 50. Wonderful. 1,000. Excellent. Um, 200. Brother Lottie, good. Brother Phil? 500 and 200, wonderful. Alicia, 30, excellent. Yes, sir, 100, great. Belotic, 100. Uh, Dalton, 25, good. Brother Luke, 20. Brother Hainline, great. What's that again? 100, great. Brother Josh, 1,500, is that right? Excellent, excellent. Brother Roster, 500. Brother Caleb, 50. Brother Ball, 1,000, 100. 1,000, Brother Folger, God bless you. Brother Jeff, 1,000. Christian, 500. Brother Jeremiah, 500, excellent. Brother Jacob, 50. Brother Metzinger, 1,500, wonderful. Yes, sir, 100, great. 2,000, wonderful. Brother Robert, 500. Yep. Um, Brother Keith, 100. Brother Mark, say it again. 600, thank you. 10, wonderful. Uh, yes, sir. Brother West, 500, good. Brother Lane, 500, yes, sir. 500? $75, $75, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I've been bad about that all week long, so, yeah. That's how you're, brother, uh, brother Ralph, 300, wonderful. Brother James, 50, excellent. Okay, uh, we'll... Work here in this area, all right? Uh, Brother Nathan, 1,000, 100, 200, 300, yes, sir, 50, Jacob, 50, wonderful. Brother Josh, 200, Brother Jonathan, 200. It's wonderful seeing missionaries given to, isn't that great? I love it, yes, sir, 50. Brother Gabe, 100, excellent, yes, sir, $5, wonderful, it's great. Brother Mark, 50? 250. Yes, indeed. Praise the Lord. Uh, Brother Joe, 2,000. Wonderful. Yes, Brother Richard, 500. Wonderful. Brother JW, 250. Excellent. All right, we're, uh, we're over here now, unless I'm missing anybody. Okay. Uh, Brother Fong, 1,000. Brother Gates, 500. Dalton, I mean, Owen, sorry. <laughs> 50? And 50? Okay. 100. 2,000. 100, 100, 200, and 1,000, wonderful. Ms. Kosher, 1,000, wonderful. I'm take care of Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. And that's awesome. That's good. <laughs> Micah will be relieved. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Brother Ed, 100. Good. Brother Brian. 200, Brother Wass, 500, Brother David, 
200. Brother Ben? 500. Wonderful. Uh, Brother Raleigh? 1,000. Good, yes. 250. 200. Brother Reed? 1,000. Great. Brother Tid? 3,500. Wonderful. Praise the Lord. Uh, Brother Scott? 1,500. Brother John? 1,000. Very good. Brother Hetzer? 1,500. Good to see David Hetzer here tonight. That's a blessing. Yeah, Brother Jonathan? 1,000. Wonderful. Daniel? 20. Excellent. Brother Andrew? 1,000. Wonderful. Yes, ma'am? 100. Excellent. 20. 20? 50. Brother James? 400. 1,000. Let's see right there. Amen. Good. 10 and help with the website. Wonderful. Brother AJ? 500. Good. Brother Jason? 500. 1,000. Brother Georges, thank you. 500 and 100. Wonderful. 300. Is that right? Thank you. 1,000. Brother Nolan, God bless you. Uh, Brother Johnson? 500. 100. 1,000. Brother Alfred, God bless you. Miss Cynthia? Amen. Amen. 300. Amen. Very good. Praise the Lord. Uh, Brother Mueller, 200. Great. Uh, Brother Hastings, 100. Wonderful. Brother Randy, 200. Uh, Miss Lave, 100. Wonderful. Brother Mark, 100. All right. Brother Tom's hiding behind the pole now, so. <laughs> I got to kid you about that. All right, how about over here? It's wonderful. <clears throat> okay, Brother Crabtree, 150. Great, Brother Sam, 1,000. 1,000, Brother Pearson. Uh, Brother King, 50. 50, wonderful. Brother Burley, uh, Corley. <laughs> <laughs> if you put your name together, that's what you get, brother. <laughs> brother Burley, <laughs> all right. I mean, that's not bad, so I'm sorry, <laughs> Brother Corley, 400, okay, amen, that's great. Okay, Brother Blake, 50, 100, great, 50, 500, Brother John, thank you, yes, sir, 100, great, Brother Reagan, oh, sorry, we got two Brother Reagans, sorry, 300, 200, 200, 500, excellent, Brother Tad, 250, thank you, Brother Mickey. 75, wonderful. 100, great, all right. $5, thank you very much. It's great, love it. Okay, uh, right here, yes, go right ahead, shout it out. 20, excellent. Man, you got that kind of money, that's good. <laughs> uh, let's see, Brother Paul, 500, wonderful. Brother Chris, 50. Brother Stephen, 100. Great. Brother Harold? 100. 50. Wonderful. Brother Vada? 100. Brother Mike? 100. Miss Patricia? 1,000. 
I bless you. Brother Greg, 30. Excellent. Okay, how about the balcony? Okay, Brother Jeremy? 1,500, wonderful. How much for the? 1,000. Thank you so much. It's a blessing. 100? 100. Great. 1,000 from Colonel Ryberg. Wonderful. Brother Lee? Amen. Very good. That's a blessing. That's a real blessing indeed. Uh, Brother Anthony? 500. Yes, ma'am. 100. Say it again. 19. Wonderful. 75. 500. 500. Amen. Very good. So 500 and 500. Brother Zach? 250. Good. Brother Doug? 1,000. Wonderful. Yep. Amen. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's uh, $80,079. That's good. Y'all are keeping track of that, weren't you? So that's good. That's good. All right, let's keep going. 200. 250. 500, wonderful. 250. 11, wonderful. Good job, Brother Anthony. That's good. Two, 200, wonderful. 100, Brother Keith. All right, uh, right here. 200, great. 50, wonderful. Yes, uh, Brother David? Say my 300, I'm sorry. Okay, good. Up at the top. 100, Brother Matt? 200, okay, right here in the center section. All right, uh, yes, we'll just uh, start right there. Go ahead. 100, 200, great, okay. Uh, yes, ma'am, 25, 100, wonderful. 100, great, uh, Brother Hardy, 1,500. Uh, yes, go ahead. Uh, Brother Snyder, is that you? Okay, good. <laughs> How much? 1,500, wonderful. Uh, Brother Jet, 100. Great. Brother Jason? 500. Brother Pete? 1,110. That's great. That emptied something out. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, Brother Carlos? 1,000. Wonderful. Brother Mercado? 500. Up to the very top? 100. Great. Uh, Brother Chad? 50. Yes, ma'am? 50, excellent. 2,000, wonderful. 50, excellent. 200, okay. Uh, Brother Nance, 500. 50, excellent, okay. 50, 200, Jacob, 30, excellent. Yes, ma'am, 20, excellent, okay. Uh, Brother Brett, 50. Uh, Brother Andrew, 50, okay. How much, Nuno? You know? 20. For the bread? 50. Uh, for the Fergus? 2,000, wonderful. That's great. For the Ryan? What, I said again? 1,000, wonderful. 50, 50, wonderful. Good to see you. 200, 50, Dakota? 50, 15, <laughs> yep. <laughs> But Tim, 200. Sam, 20. Excellent. Brother Yoder, 200. 300. Wonderful. Praise the Lord. Okay. Thank you all. <clears throat> all right. Uh, right here. 
Amen. Hundred dollars. <laughs> Wonderful. Plus. Thirty? One hundred. Hundred? Fifty? Twenty? Twenty. Twenty. Fifty. Fifty? Sixty? Three hundred. Three hundred? Fifty. Fifty. One hundred? Fifty? One hundred. Excellent. Wow. <laughs> that's uh that's awesome. But John so cool watching college yeah, kids awesome, really, the, well, I the whole say, choir loft was college kids that were given and uh, they had just paid to go to school there and they're given 19 20 you know, it's not the size as much as the willingness to give right and so the last guy that stood up there was brother john roy who preached here a friend of the petersons they went to church at his church in uh arizona and his church had told him he could cover the whole thing, $86,000. And so he just rounded it up to $150,000. So you just got to see $150,000 offering. I don't know about you, that thrills my soul that uh, a room full of men like that can function together for the cause of Christ and can raise that kind of money. So I told you last Sunday that I would be going, uh, that it might be a little costly, uh, but we have the money. Um, and we promised uh, $4,700 in one-time offerings. And uh, I just want to kind of run through my book and give you an idea of a few of the people that we took on uh, that, that we're going to help uh, with offerings. And um, so um, let me see here, dog-eared pages. Uh, there was uh, Matt Farinella. Matt Farinella actually went to school with our son, Jeremiah. His mom died his senior year of college, and uh, Matt still went out to serve the Lord, planted a church uh, up in uh, the Oregon area. He's 16 years planting a church, and in those 16 years, they never could land a piece of property. They just, it was pillar to post, here to there, they could never buy a piece of property, they ended up moving to a, a small town outside of the big Portland area, and uh, he was. They were renting a historical building, and he was looking at the pictures on the back walls. And there was a picture of a church, I believe, is from like 1910. Uh, it was uh, such and so Baptist church, and he looked out. It was right across the street from him, and so. Uh, he wanted to meet the pastor. He met the pastor. The pastor was 65, getting ready to retire. And he said, why don't we blend our churches together? And so they met. He said, you know, I'm an independent Baptist preacher. You guys are going to have to become independent Baptists. He explained to him why we use King James Bible and why we stand where we stand on the ordinances of the church, baptism, Lord's Supper. 
And uh, so far they are in complete agreement. Within two weeks they're going to uh, commit the deal and they raised over $60,000 to help him to freshen up the building and do improvements that were needed. And we gave $200 uh, on that. Then uh, there was a guy named Jeremiah Kettles and uh, Jeremiah is a retired Navy guy. I figured a couple of our Navy guys would appreciate this. Uh, he uh, is a fairly young, probably 40. She just retired uh, 20 years uh, there in the Navy. And he's planting a church in uh, Portsmouth, Virginia. And uh, they go out and do a lot of door knocking and things like that. Uh, he was talking about uh, they were out door knocking one day, and his son was with a friend like three blocks over from him, knocking on a door, and uh, this guy pulled a gun on him, and on his son, and uh, he said, well, the, the guy with the gun said, you seem awful calm, and he goes, well, yeah, I'm going to heaven. He goes, what about you? And the guy got mad and discharged the weapon, and uh, so... Uh, he heard the gunshot, and he thought he probably ought to check around and see what was going on. He got a street over, and one of his friends says, someone shot your son. And so he hustled on over. He says, I arrived on the scene. I'm praying the whole time. God, help me not to take this into my own hands and kill somebody. Uh, and um, so he got over there to the street where his son was, and he looked down the street, and his son was knocking another door. So... Um, I'm like, man, we got to help this guy, you know, doing a work in that kind of area. So we gave him a hundred bucks, and then uh, Ron Reisner uh, gave fifteen. We gave fifteen hundred. Uh, there's a black guy there named Anthony Rudolph, and uh, Anthony got up and started talking about church he's planting in uh, Lima, Ohio. Uh, he grew up in that area. He's an ex-druggy and an ex-drug dealer. Uh, and he's been reaching out, winning guys he grew up with and, you know, had relationships with. And one of them, one of the uh, guys said, so um, where, do you, where do you get this money? He goes, well, there's people that are helping me plant this church. And he goes, um, are they white people? And he goes, yeah, they're, they're mostly white people. And he goes, do they know what kind of dude you were? They know that you were a gangbanger and that you were a drug dealer. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, they still support you? He goes, yeah, because they love the Lord. And so he's been able to win several of his friends to the Lord. He's buried a few. Anyhow, we gave him $500. And so our our total expenditures were uh, $4,700. And then uh, some monthly support. They presented Nathan Heckel, who's... Uh, taking a church that was dead he's replanting that and uh we promised him a hundred dollars a month support a guy named mark marshall who is up in colorado uh older guy probably 58 63 somewhere in that area we promised him a hundred dollars a month support and then david dossett who is uh brother deadman's son-in-law and um we had supported the dead deadman's at $100 a month, and so I wanted to reinstate that and give that support to uh, David. Uh, so we have three that we took on for $100 a month, so that's $300, and then $4,700 uh, in one-time gifts uh, that we presented at uh, the meeting. So I wanted you to know how we spent that money. Appreciate your confidence 
uh, in uh, our giving. And I want to uh, cap it all off today by having Brother Chuck come and talk about what they did for him. And then we're going to watch the video. Uh, you know, I, I hope it's not like, oh, it's family videos, you know, how boring. I hope that you can catch the excitement that was in the air. There's over $953,000 raised for home missions at this meeting. It was such an honor to be a part of it. Um, Ephesians chapter number 3, uh, verse number 20 and 21 says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. And uh, that certainly sums up our feelings about uh, the week. Um, so much more than we could have ever asked or thought. Uh, just uh, having registered, not even knowing when I initially registered to be a church planner at this conference, I didn't even know if I was going to be the pastor of the church yet. Uh, it was just the, how the deadlines worked out where I needed to register before it was too late. And so we registered preemptively and um, obviously the church ended up voting us in. So that was good. Uh, and uh, but uh, so then, you know, you register for this conference and there was uh, I, I didn't get the exact number, maybe 60 uh, total. Yeah, about 60 church planners total, and uh, not all of them get to present, and nobody knows if they're going to present or not, and so um, it's just, uh, you know, you just pray to see if, if God allows that or not, and um, so we were able to present on the first day, uh, which calmed a lot of nerves, because, you know, you go into it not knowing if you're going to uh, get anything, and so um, we were able to present on the first day, and um, it was such a blessing to to watch uh people that I went to school with and college kids that are in college right now um, that uh, are trying to pay bills and trying to pay for their school and uh, stand up and give $5 and stand up and give, uh, you know, whatever God laid on their heart. And so um, people who were not even there that texted people that were there. And uh, one of my good good ministry friends, his name is Step, he, um, he is a youth director in Lubbock, Texas, and he wasn't able to go to the meeting, but he texted somebody there and said, I want you to be sure to give this to, to Chuck at the meeting. And, uh, and then another pastor from California uh, texted and said, I want you to be sure that this, this gets to, to, to Chuck. And so um, it just was such a blessing to see, uh, to see seed sown uh, to come back. Um, and one in particular uh, is uh, when I was, whenever I was in college, um, there would be some times when somebody would come up to me and say, hey, I really like your tie. And uh, just not every time, but uh, sometimes when somebody would say that, I would just take it off and give it to them just just because I felt like that's what God wanted me to do. And it was not anything extraordinary. I was a college kid, but um, I just wanted to do it sometimes. So we had a preacher one time uh, named Brother Josh Merrill from Weatherford, Texas, come and preach chapel for us. And uh, so, you know, as we are leaving the chapel, shaking, shaking his hand and stuff, and he said that he liked my tie. And so I just took it off and gave it to him. Uh, and every time that he saw me at the school after that, he always said, I still have that tie, I still have that tie. And, and so Brother Merrill was one that stood up and, and gave, uh, gave $1,000 to me because I had given him a tie while I was in college. Um, and so it was just so cool to see some of those things. And, um, and so overall, the Lord gave us $39,000 uh, pledged um, to go toward 
uh, what, whatever we needed, the church, church renovations, uh, medical bill that we have that we're working on, and uh, different things that, that we needed and to be able to survive in California. And then, uh, you know, also another need was for monthly support, um, not being able to, or, you know, not having a job lined up and, and needing to get my foot on the ground there. And so um, we, uh, we ended up being able to raise three, uh, almost $3,000 per month for support. Um, through through this meeting and then uh, actually I did, ha forgot to tell you this but uh, brother Nelson who was here on an ordination council um, he has had a missions conference that started on Wednesday night um, and their church voted to take me on as well um, and gave us a gift as well and so um, it was just such a blessing to be able to receive but um, it was also a blessing to be able to give um, and so one of the privileges that I had was I was able to talk to the people at North Hills uh, and they they set aside a certain amount of money that could be given from North Hills to different church planners and so able to give uh, to 19 different missionaries, uh, different church planners from the church that I haven't even begun to really pastor yet, uh, but they're planting seeds where they're able to give uh, and to not just receive. And so uh, just again, it was just so much more than we could have ever asked or thought. And it was such a blessing to uh, to go and to be there to get refreshed from the preaching and to see many friends. And so thank you so much for your prayers. Thank you for your investment into our lives for the past three years. And um, it certainly was a great week. All right. Um, let's go to page 28. <clears throat> Brother Charles Marino. And uh, he is moving from Kansas to California. This will be quite a move. Thank God for Brother Charles, his wife Crystal, their dear family, and having been here, we love them very dearly. So, Brother Charles, come tell us what God's doing. Uh, thank you so much. This is not good. <laughs> okay. Um, God called us to go to California, and uh, we're excited. And uh, uh, one, uh, one of my friends, the, one of the reasons why God, I felt like God was calling us to California, I was talking to a friend of mine, and uh, he said this way, he, he told me this, he said, you have two options, Brother Chuck, you said, he said, uh, you can either stay in the Midwest, and you can hope that California falls off the San Andreas plate, and uh, falls off into the ocean, um, or you can go there and try to give him the gospel, and uh, that just stuck with me, and so we, we prayed about it, and uh, we felt like God wanted us to go, and so we're so excited to uh, go and try to revitalize North Hills Baptist Church in San Marcos, California, and um, we're hoping to, we're planning to move out there at the end of this month, and uh, we're uh, looking for a place to live still, um, and so some of, the, some of the large details about that, but um, we're excited to get out there. Some of the needs that we do have for the church, um, looking to do some, some remodeling to make it as, as good as we can, the building that we have, um, which is pretty small, and, and we're, we're pretty maxed out um, uh, of our location, but we need to make it as good as we can, and so uh, looking for uh, about five to $6,000 as far as uh, some of the needs there. Uh, and then some of the personal needs that we have, 
look, just moving expenses, California is pretty expensive uh, to live, and uh, I'm sure that many of you are familiar with that, even in your area. Um, and so moving expenses, and then we also do have a medical expense due to, due to an insurance problem that we had um, with the birth of our daughter just about nine months ago. Um, so to be able to take care of that would be um, a real blessing to not have that burden um, as we go out to California. And so uh, about ten to $12,000 uh, in one time. And then uh, just to be able to survive out there, we're looking at about 1600 a month, uh, more than what we're receiving now. Um, to uh, to raise the need to where we uh, would be able to survive out there, and so thank you so much for um, for whatever the Lord will lead you to do. Exciting. Okay, we'd like to do uh, 150 uh, monthly support, and uh, then also a thousand to help with some of those moving expenses or however you need it. Let's start over here. Uh, keep going. Go ahead, brother Phil. 200, 250, 300, 200. 100, 200, 250, 200 south side, 200, 50, 100, great, 100, 200, 50 a month, wonderful, Brother Rudolph, 100, 100 a month, great, 100 and then 100 a month, great, 50, $20? Good, amen. It's father in law speaking right here. Yep, two grandbabies involved in this. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. That's a bunch of 50s from French. That's wonderful. Isn't that pretty cool? That's good. He likes you. Yeah, or he likes his daughter, his granddaughter. Yeah, that's it. We got it figured out. That's good, Brother Rice. Praise God. Uh, Brother Pete, 500. Brother Schultz, 250. Very good. Uh, let's go here, Brother Scott, 200. 250. Brother AJ, 250. 100. Amen, Brother Josh. It's a blessing. Thank you. All right, yes, sir. 100. 100. Great. Yes, Brother David, 500. 20, 100, 100 a month. That is great. Good. Okay. Uh, labels. Amen. Did you get that? <clears throat> All right, Billy. Carl? Amen. Good. Good deal. Yes, ma'am. 100. 100. Thank you. <clears throat> All right. Uh, over here, Brother Matt, 500, 100, 150 for medical, 50 and 200, okay, 75 a month, good, Brother Mark, 100, yes ma'am, 20, good, 50, Brother West, 200, 100, 200, 200, 1,000, wonderful. Yes, ma'am. 100, great. Yes. <clears throat> Amen. Amen, that's great. Well, praise the Lord. Good, yes. How much? 20, excellent. Let's go. 
50, good for the MW. 500 for the kin. 200, 50, 50, 25, 150, 50 a month, right? Yes, sir. 50, yes, ma'am. 15, wonderful for the hairs. 100, 25, uh, 100, 100, excellent. Yes, sir. Okay, 125 monthly, 500 one time. Yep, great, got it. Okay, somebody else over here? All right, let's, uh, let's go to this side. All right, 200. Does Zach, 50? 250, great. 500. 500, 100, 100. 200. 200, okay. 100, Brother Tucker, good to see you. 100, 200. 2,500 and then 100 a month. Wonderful. Brother Chris, 150. Good. Brother Daniel, 50. 100. Amen. Did you get that, Brother Warren? Say it one more time, Brother Bill. Sorry. Yep. 500 and then 100 a month. Brother Brian, 150. Good. 50. Good. Yes, ma'am. Bethany. Five a month, wonderful. Good, Brother Blake. Twenty, with Preston. Minick, Nine Palms, California. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Three hundred from Clint Minick there. Twenty Nine Palms. Good. Hey, Brother Corley. One hundred. Two hundred. Okay, Brother Bill. Five hundred. Five hundred, and then one hundred a month. Good, Brother Gibson. 250, 500, right? 250, 250 for the Fong. 200 a month support. Wonderful. Great. Pray for the Fong. He's preaching Wednesday night. Looking forward to that. Yes, sir? 300. 300. Good. Uh, Miss Rogers, I'm sorry. 40. Wonderful. 1,000 one time. Amen. 500 a month a year for weapons. Amen. Amen. Man, that's tremendous. That'd be a great help. Praise the Lord. Yes. 1,000. Good. 500. Okay, good. 500 and then 100 a month. Good. You need to get those mixed up. So, good. You got it straightened out in a hurry, though. I see. That's good. Uh, yes, ma'am. 50. Great. 50. Yes. 50. For the Carlos. 1,000 and then 100. Wonderful. $100. 100 and then how much a month? 50 a month. Good for two years. Good. Okay. Uh, yes. Yes. Miss Robbie? 45? Oh, sorry. 25. <laughs> okay. Uh, right over here. Three. From the youth department. 200 from the youth department. 500. Brother Rossi, 500. Good. 100. Um, 100. Brother Gates, 100. 100. Brother John, 200. 250. Good. Uh, Brother Ryan? Huge need in that area. Yes. Hundreds of thousands. 500. Um, in contact. Amen. 
Amen. Very good. A lot of California people speaking up right now, isn't it? There's a great need there, no doubt. Thank you, Brother Ryan. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. 50? 100? Had to have him moving to California. Yeah. 150. 150. Great. 100 a month. Wonderful. Yes, sir. Brother Ted? 200. Okay. Uh, Brother Jason? 250. Okay, good. 500. 200, 100, the Doug, 500, but Aaron, 1,000, wonderful, 50, 20, excellent, all right, we're over here now, the Patterson, 250, 100, 200, the Jeremiah, 100 a month, good, brother Keith, 100, hey, brother David, So let me go over that 2,000 one time, $100 a month, and then how much from Ferry? 100, okay, excellent. Good, Brother Brian, 100, 150, good. 75, 200, Metzinger, amen. Amen. That's tremendous. That's tremendous, Brother Metzinger. That's a blessing. Good. Brother Cameron? 200. Brother Mark? 300. Good. 800. Wonderful. Brother Waterloo? 200. Good. Brother Johnson? 300. 100. 1,000. And then $100 a month. Wonderful. Man, that's tremendous. $39,275, and then nearly $3,000 monthly, $2,900 monthly. Praise the Lord. Amen. Was um, the week of Brother Marino's ordination. A matter of fact, the day before, I got a text message from... Uh, Brother Copes, you remember I was just getting over being sick, and he asked on behalf of Brother Fong, who pastors in the area where Brother Chuck is going, uh, he had a church member that had an aunt that was dying down at KU Med. He wanted to know if someone from the church would go down and witness to her and try to win her to the Lord. So I contacted Brother Chuck. I said, you know, you're going to be out in the California area. I think you need to go make this visit. It might open doors for you out there. And so Brother Chuck uh, went down and uh, tried to witness to the lady. She was uh, in comatose state already, but witnessed to uh, the uncle uh, that was there, uh, planted a lot of seed. And Brother Fong was very appreciative, sent me many texts back and forth. And I mentioned that Brother Charles was going to be out in that church or take the church at north hills and so forth and so uh how much did he do for you 200 a month uh all because he was faithful to go down and you know try to plant the seed one person to the lord so uh, it's been exciting it's been an exciting time uh and uh, we're not done yet because he needs a house okay i hope that you will join me this week and you know, you, you eat probably three times a day. Every one, one of those times, you ought to pray for Brother Chuck a house that he could eat his meals in, right? 
And then when you wake up in your house, you ought to thank God you have a house and Brother Chuck needs one. And then when you get ready to go to bed, thank God that you have a house and he needs one. And as soon as he gets a house, I think they're gone. And so uh, I'm not excited about him going, but I know that's where God's called him. And God has definitely laid the path. The house is just the final issue. So let's pray as a church that God will bless him that way, okay? All right, let's go ahead and stand. We'll be dismissed in prayer a little longer than normal. Brother Chuck always preaches so short, and we're right out the door. Uh, don't get too used to that, because I'll be taking over as he leaves. And anyhow. All right, God's been so good to us. Let's pray. Lord, I love you, and I thank you for your many blessings to us. Lord, um, thank you for the faithful God that you are, and I thank you for faithful people who, week after week, give to missions that we might be able to go and and do the things that we did this week. Help men and women across the country that have come looking for help and some encouragement. And God, we were able to be there to encourage them and strengthen them with a little bit of funds that we could give. Lord, I pray that you'd be with each one of those church planners that stood and presented and those who couldn't. Lord, that you would supply their needs as they go back to the fields you've called them to. We thank you for Brother Chuck and his faithfulness and pray that you would provide them a house. And Lord, might you even do it this week and uh, that they'd be able to go ahead and be able to get things together and hopefully be on the field uh, first part of February, middle part of February, whatever your plan is, Lord. Uh, We just love you and we thank you for your blessings to us. And we pray that your will be done in our lives and our hearts that we might bring glory to you. We love you and we ask these things in your name. Amen. Lord bless you.